Doubly Divine Radio listeners. Welcome back to another podcast with Jen and Justice. We are brought to you by IntegrateHealing.com and PlayfullyConscious.com and all your recording needs at Serene Sound Studios. Ah, does that sound so lovely? Serene, indeed. Hopefully lovely like us. Ah. <laughs> uh, Let's see, before we get started, start into our topic, I would like to let the listeners know that uh, I have an upcoming event December 8th here in Seattle, Washington at East West Bookshop. I will be there with um, doing another session of Meet with the Divine Egyptian Council, which is my work um, with the energies of um, different deities that we're all familiar with, most of them are Egyptian based. So it's your opportunity to come and receive some insight and energetic downloads from these divine teachers. So far, my hit is Vishnu will be the featured teacher. And of course, Horace is always there with me. And uh, the the topic will be centered around understanding compassionate truth. So it's good timing, I think, for that topic with the waters these days. Good topic. Yeah. And I'll be doing a live solstice call um, with uh, the Graceful Transformations. And I don't have the details for that yet, but you can better believe that I'll have them up on my website, playfullyconscious.com, just as soon as I know what they are. (laughs) As soon as that information gets downloaded to you. As soon as that information comes through to me, I will give it to you. It's going to be a nice one. I I love the solstice energy, the releasing and the renewal rituals. So we'll definitely bring some of that into that conversation. And um, I think all over, all around, our current climate is uh, definitely requires some releasing and renewal. Yeah, and some grounding maybe. It's kind of a little nutty professor out out there these days. Just driving around, it seems drivers are not nice, pretty rude. Yeah. Uh, Seems like more so. It's all just a good reminder to pay attention to, first and foremost, like your body. If, you know, if you're not in your body, you're so much more likely to get into an accident. So, so, so pay attention to be in your body, be, be present, attentive in your car when you're out there shopping, walking around, driving and all this crazy holiday traffic. First and foremost, be in your body, and then and then kind of sort your states from there. <laughs> Try to be in a jolly state. <laughs> prioritize your states. The more from there. kind and courteous we can be to each other, the faster we'll all get wherever we're trying to go. Um, but I like our our show topic tonight for this time of year, especially. Uh, we're going to be talking to a special guest here about homeopathy. And uh, that's a topic I, I know just a touch about, not a whole lot. So I'm excited to um, speak with our special guest. And I, I think I've had more experience with them. Um, what she does, she calls energetic homeopathy. What I've had experience with has been something similar, kind of a resonant homeopathy. And um, it, any of it is just, it, it's fascinating. It's looking at the, the energy um energies and and frequencies and uh various herbs and signals and dilutions from those as as being the remedy as being the answer to any kind of imbalance so our lovely guest will tell you more about that but before we talk to her i'll tell you a little bit about her 
Linda Godspeed Dodds is a U.S.-based, internationally known seminar leader, energy sensitive, and the creator of energetic homeopathy. She's been a student of metaphysics and its many permutations for over 30 years. She's been able to see energy her entire life, has been fascinated by how we interact with each other and the world to create our individual realities. She originally shared energetic homeopathy with her private clients, but has recently developed a way to embed patterns and their coded information onto remedy tiles mm. and mats found here at her website at energetichomeopathy.com. And this has obviously been able to open up her work to more people, and we're so excited to talk to her about it. Yeah, so let's bring her on now. Hey, Linda. Hi, guys. How are you today? <laughs> Pretty good. Staying warm. Uh, yeah, just, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're over there on the East Coast, aren't you? I am. Yes. I am. A little bit chillier there than the West here. But you know what? With the with the Arctic thing coming down, I think you guys are going to have us beat this week. We we are supposed to, yes, indeed. <laughs> there has been snow reports in in various areas um, in our neck of the woods. Yeah, so everybody freaks out when that happens in around here. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's very rare. Um, so how about, could you tell us a little bit about your background and how you, because um, I under, from my understanding, there's traditional homeopathy, and then what you do, you've, you've, you've branded it uh, energetic homeopathy, and uh, sounds like there's a, a difference between the two, obviously. So maybe tell us a little bit about... <clears throat> well, let's start with what's traditional homeopathy, because okay. some, some of our listeners probably don't know. Okay, yeah, good idea. Okay, well... Traditional homeopathy is based on the idea that like cures like. And so um, when a remedy is created by a homeopathist, and, and, and um, there are zillions of them out there, and there are brilliant homeopathic physicians that, that can combine them and give you the exact thing that you need for a, a physical condition as well as an emotional condition and things like that. Um, the traditional, it, they're, they're those little white pearls that, um, that you see sometimes at the health food store. Unfortunately, when they're tested by Western medicine, they come up as just appearing as a sugar pill. Mm-hmm. But once they're, once they're taken into the body, the, the pattern in the homeopathic pearl works with the pattern of whatever's going on in the body. And, and so there are some uh, conditions, let's say, that arsenic is, is the cause of whatever the condition is. So the homeopathic remedy then is to have a dilution of arsenic in the body. Now, that's not, that's not saying that if you have this, you, you, like if you have lead poisoning, you ingest more lead. It's the energetic pattern of whatever the substance is. And so the more diluted the pattern is in traditional homeopathy, the stronger it is. Hmm. And again, it comes down it comes down to the energetic pattern. One of the interesting things to me always with traditional homeopathy is it's incredibly sensitive to other energies that are introduced in, into your uh body as well as your environment. So what they tell you when you're going to a homeopathic physician is 
not to wear perfume. Um, you can't eat within a certain amount of time of taking the remedy. Um, no, you don't want to be around things that are highly fragranced or, um, I remember I did something, I, I, I needed to go to the, to a homeopathic physician for something going on with my eyes and they told me not to be near noise that whatever it was that, that the remedy was for my eyes would be affected by loud noises. Hmm. Interesting. It's FDA approved, isn't it? Homeopathy? Um, actually, I don't believe it is. I don't believe it's approved or... Or, or denied. Or, or disapproved. disapproved. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in Sweden, I believe it is. They uh-huh. just recently... Sweden or... Switzerland, Switzerland, I think. The Swiss. Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just recently, like, officially acknowledged it as a therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Boy, I know. Yeah. It just jogged my memory. Like, I got this uh, this homeopathic kit for infants for, for your uh-huh. growing baby when my little girl was, you know, tiny. And I remember dragging her with the chamomile because <laughs> it, she would sleep through the night. It would it would put her out, and she would just she would just sleep so calmly and peaceably through the night. And then the we had the Nux Vomica kept her from pretty much. I think she had colic once her entire through her whole babyhood. So we had all we had this whole homeopathic kit that. That was like our little mini doctor in a case. It was just the best thing well, ever. It's pretty amazing because there actually now are homeopathic vaccines. Hmm. Not every not every um, homeopathic physician has them, but there are. You can find specialists at that that will administer homeopathic vaccines. That in a lot of places work for the vaccine laws as far as school is concerned good that i would be so good to know way up for that over the other crap. yeah they're also they're also finding actually that they're and i'm sure you're going to be shocked by this that they're even more effective than the allopathic ones mm. hmm. <laughs> energy yeah. more effective hmm. uh, we're not energetic beings or anything are we no <laughs> yeah. no and no introduction of any you know, yeah, anything that mercury might. or yes. and that's a whole other soapbox that we won't even get yeah. into. But um, so that's the, that's traditional homeopathy. Okay. My, one of the things that I that I discovered, and this was a this was a long time ago. Back in about 1976, I started having anxiety attacks, and I went the tradi- I you know went the regular medicine route, and I was talking to a therapist, you know, for years. It was literally every single day for 14 years. Mm. Some of them were more debilitating than others, where I ended up in the, in the emergency room. Others were just, you know, I kind of learned to live with it. Um, but a prevailing thing throughout the entire uh, course of therapy with many different therapists was, what was the thought that you had before you had the anxiety attack? And my answer was always, there wasn't one. And they would react in a way that indicated to me that they didn't believe me, that I somehow wasn't participating, 
fully enough, I didn't want to get well, you know, I was withholding things, whatever their whole deal was about that. But I swear there was not a thought before I would have these, these anxiety attacks. So I was pregnant with my daughter, and I went to a hypnotherapist because all I could—I wanted to have her naturally because my body doesn't deal with drugs well. And all I could think of was people kept saying, "Oh, you're going to get to this point where you feel like you're going to die." And I was like, "I no, I." (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Sounds great. (laughs) You know, I'm already a little wigged that this is coming out of the body part that it shouldn't clearly. But now you're going to tell me that I'm going to want to die while this is happening, and I'm, I, that, I didn't sign up for that. So I went to the hypnotherapist, and he was amazing. And as, as a result of that, the anxiety attack stopped. Hmm. Um, thankfully, about two months before my daughter was born. So, you know, just going on, and it was nice not having those and having the baby and all that. And, and I was sitting with her nursing one night, she wasn't even a month old, probably a couple of weeks. And I looked at her, and all of a sudden I realized that everything that I experienced prior to my anxiety attacks was based on some sensation or some trigger that had started before I was verbal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I was picking up on energy around me, I was reading the energy of the adults around me, the world around me, all of that, this wide open little being is is working to figure out how does this place work again? You know, I, I, I don't remember how to make everything work. Oh yeah, I'm back here. All right, how, how do I survive? And so the things that we pick up aren't verbal. There's no word that that two-week-old baby has for that. But when that sensation is triggered that deep down memory happens and in my case it, it, it resulted in an anxiety attack mm. so as an unconscious trigger is what you're saying that would it's not just it's not just unconscious though Jen it, it's non-verbal no. I mean there, there, you have a lot of unconscious things that have words and, and, mm-hmm. and things attached to them uh, somebody said something to you once and it's embedded in there. These are literal energy patterns that you... Um, and printing, when, when you mean? We, like imprints print. passed down through yeah. your ancestry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah something yeah. like that. And so, you know, when they talk about what babies actually see, what I realized looking at my daughter, because I, I can see patterns I have my whole life, but looking at my daughter, what I realized was she was seeing me as an energy pattern. Mm-hmm. She wasn't seeing my hair and my eyes and my face and all that. I was just a, a group of, of energy patterns that she was looking at, trying to figure out how they related to her. So that's what we all have embedded in our, I mean, it's even deeper than subconscious from my perspective. Um, but now fast forward to being an adult, and you're trying to live your life while these patterns from when you were pre-verbal are embedded in there that may contradict what it is that you think you want. Mm-hmm. And all of the therapy, all of the books, all of the conversations, all of the meditations, all of the things that have words attached to them 
don't work because that's not where the pattern is. The pattern's below that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so... Go ahead. I, at, that, at that point, I didn't, you know, I was just like, wow, okay, that's amazing. And so probably about... <laughs> what do I do with this? Two, I'm sorry, what? What do I do with this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's one of those, okay, that's nice, thank you for sharing that. Um, so probably about 10 years ago, I got one of those downloads you were just talking about, um, Justice, and and it was like, this is what you, this is what you do with it. Mm. There's a way that you can look at that at a pattern in someone and take a piece of that and clean it up, for lack of a better term, and then put it back. Mm-hmm. And what that does is the same as the homeopathy. It's the like cures like. We take part of the tweaked pattern, we clean it up, we turn it a little bit, and we put it back in. Um, and the way that, at that time that I was doing it was through charging water. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, because of quantum physics and all of that, what I found was that I could charge the water at a distance. So if you guys had a glass of water right now, I'd be able to charge three different glasses of water based on what your patterns are. And then you'd drink the water and it would to change those those embedded patterns that are in there. Oh, do me, do me. I have some pomegranate juice right I, here. I have water. I have water. She said water, not juice. I had a feeling there were some glasses of water. Okay. So all we're done, and then when we're done, you, you can talk about well, the, the thing that was interesting to me was when I did it, um, people would say that the water tasted different. Mm-hmm. Usually, usually the difference was in the consistency of the water. That instead of having a mouthfeel of water, it had a mouthfeel of chocolate milk. Oh, that's very different. That it was thick. And, and you know, that, and, and I had a guy, one, one guy said his tasted smoky. Hmm. Um, you know, so everybody has their own different thing. When I created the, the, the energetic homeopathy, one of my conditions was that I didn't want somebody to have to continually come back for a different dose. Okay? My, my intention is, this is, a, this is for you. Now go be well. I don't, I don't want you to come back to me every two months to get a new one. I, w- I want you to have this and be well. So the patterns were set up so that they're like sourdough starter. And they change as you change. Because the second you take a sip of that water, you're now different. So the pattern that I initially charged the water with, or the juice or whatever, (laughs) changes along with how you change in order to balance that pattern out. It also, again, works as sourdough starter so that if you drink down and there's a drop left in the bottom of your glass, you can refill it. Mm-hmm. And it replenishes. And it discharges the rest of the water. Cool. So, and you, you charge it just using your intention and sending energy? Is that... it, you know, it's, it's a little like a two-point. Uh-huh. Uh, Justice's dad's terminology, that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's using the quantum physics. Uh-huh. I can... I can see your pattern. I can see how the pattern's cleaned up. 
if I'm feeling particularly effusive, I, I wiggle my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's watching. I don't look as weird as it sounds. Um, and then, the, you know, the water's changed. It's, it's, it is. It's an intentional thing. Um, but what happens then as people start to ingest this water, their patterns start to change and clear up. So I only did it with people initially when I was doing uh, private sessions because, I, you know, I would charge the water one-on-one or, or whatever it is. And then it, as, as things got even weirder in the world, <laughs> I thought, who has time to do this? <laughs> I, I can't talk to that many people. So what I asked for was a way to be able to, to increase the number of people that this would reach. So... The process now is I, I have, I call them remedy tiles. They're round paper coasters that I draw a pattern on. Now, there's a, there's a template for a number of conditions, you know, like money and health and wellness and abundance and I don't belong here. And mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's just a zillion different things. And so... I've gone through and I and I'm given the pattern, the general pattern of what it looks like. Now, when I draw one for justice, it's going to look different than Jen or different than Ken. It's it's similar, but there's going to be a little bit of difference because they're hand drawn, and I'm working with the person's pattern and that issue when the tile is drawn. When you've got the tile now, you can put a glass of water on it, and, you know, you, I mean, you just set mm-hmm. it on it, and it charges the bottle of water, the glass of water. Uh, you can put your wallet on the one for money, and it charges that. I mean, it, it, it expands the ability of the pattern to interact with your environment more than just charging a glass of water. Nice. Very cool. So can you walk us through, I mean, I don't know, does this process take just like a minute or two, or how, how long does the process take for you to make a tile or charge water? Yeah, just, just a matter of seconds. Okay. You know, I went through, when I first started doing it, I've got, like I said, I've got templates of what the patterns look like. Uh-huh. So when somebody says, uh, I, I would like an ethics tile, I had, a, I had a, um, a person who was having some challenges with the ethics of the people in the office that he worked in. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's a good one. <laughs> His ethics were fine. It was the people around him that didn't have any. Yeah. Um, so I sat for a second. I was shown a pattern. I drew the pattern on, on a template. And then I specifically drew his version of that. Mm, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that's the yeah. like, like, uh, <clears throat> cures like premise. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so now he's got the pattern... There are some interests that are positive in their, in, in, I mean, what we would call positive, and some that are negative. I mean, there's one that's anxiety. But that's one, clearly, I'm sure, again, sure this shocks you, that's one that gets asked for a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Especially so this that, time of year. Uh, you know, well, oh, so I, I, I created one called Emergency Trauma Intervention. Mm-hmm, I was noticing that for um, bad news or, you know, you're, you're in a car accident, God forbid, or whatever that is, 
this works to, to calm that down. Mm-hmm. Um, I initially intended to, to send one of those to everybody that, that ordered tiles up until the election. Yeah. <laughs> and it's now just standard. I just send everybody one. <laughs> it is like, here you go. So you have some Trump, <laughs> some Trump tiles? Yeah. yeah. Oh. For all of our inner Trumps? You know, I have, I've, I've stashed them around the house to try to <laughs> calm me down. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, so so his pattern is interesting. The pattern of the election was interesting. Um, you know, all of that. And, and, and now we're going forward. Yep, one way or another, we sure are. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, um, energetically get a little side thing here real quick. I, I feel very sorry for the man. Um, during the election, he was actually really on purpose and very clear. His energy was perfectly clear because it was what he came here to do. It was a free will election that people were, were presented with an opportunity to choose tolerance or not. Um, and the reason that a lot of us feel so off balance is because we were shocked that so many chose not. Yeah, yeah. That sums it up and pretty well. Pardon me? Yeah, that sums it up perfectly. Yeah, and so now in looking at him, the thing was, once he once he finished that part of his purpose, he's kind of on his own now as far as karmic load is concerned. Mm. And I think he knows it, and he doesn't, it's like, oh, oh bad <laughs> word. I don't know what I should, I don't know what to do. Yep. So. Hmm. Well, yeah. I, I think, you know, compassion's a better space to hold with anyone or any situation Absolutely. than whatever other options are available. <laughs> right. Well, and that's... What like, we... no, I, I mean, we all have the ability to hold compassion as well as outrage at the same time. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Precisely. We, we are complicated. And, um... Well, and you know, for being a mom, you can say, I love the child, I dislike the behavior. I think that is such an important distinction, um, the distinction between behavior and child. And and that is, you know, that's the thing that I notice more than not that seems to be missing in the majority of our discussions is we can't all, many of us can agree that we don't like certain behaviors, but when we start foisting them onto groups and classes and races and all this other stuff, it, it stops being about addressing behavior. It starts being about othering and attacking, and that's just not the way to move forward. Yes, I agree with you. Well, we're waking I, up. We're waking up to it. So we're, we're <clears throat> and I think watching. yeah, no kidding. And we all, you know, we chose to be here now. I mean, yeah. oh, I mean yeah. that's the thing that's come through really clearly for me. Is it disturbs me when people talk about. Um, having lessons and you know oh my gosh and we're the strongest we're the ones that stepped forward you know sometimes I get mad and go listen y'all y'all are up there and you're lazy boys and I'm down here doing this so don't tell me how to do it because you're not (laughs) (laughs) okay Mm -hmm. so if you want to volunteer and and step up you're welcome but don't you don't get to tell me that I'm not doing it right from the vantage point of not having a body (laughs) <laughs> yeah, when you throw having a body into the whole equation, it's a lot more difficult than without one, for sure. Oh, yeah. I had a friend a long time ago, and we were talking about how you know, we could just see ourselves all off to physical plane, talking about wouldn't it be great to come for the millennium? And she laughed, and she said, yeah, it 
sure so it's a lot better on paper. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So our- but we're, we're doing an amazing job, and we're, we're, we're not only dealing with our own patterns and things like that. I mean, that's what I'm watching. I'm watching people deal with their mm-hmm. own patterns at such a deep level, mm-hmm. as well as the patterns that are coming in on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all being triggered on our, in our own little micro way with all the macro changes going on. Um, that's really reflective of this big collective. And the macro is being triggered to change by all of our little micro changes. Yeah, yeah it's all interconnected. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and we forget that it's not just this planet. I mean, we're being watched creation-wide because no, no beings have ever done it this way before. Normally, with all the energies that are coming in, everything dies off, the planet shifts, and it all starts all over again. Right. No, this time so we're we, taking our bodies with us so, there you go. Our, so our, DNA, there you go. our DNA can evolve. Yep. Yep. And so all of creation is looking at us. Yep. Everybody's going, well, you guys are either crazy or like the best of the best. And we're going, <laughs> yep. We're both. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> we're the best of the crazies. <laughs> so would you be, Linda, would you be able to... Um, uh, walk th- us and the listeners through maybe charging up a water for justice and a water for me. Is that possible to kind of sh- sample well, how you work or um, or a different way to sample how <laughs> you work? Uh, I've, I've, actually, I've actually been asked that in a similar way and I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know how to tell you how to do it. It's like <laughs> So I'm sitting here and I, I look at justice. Now, luckily I know what justice looks like in physicality, but I also am now I'm looking at her pattern. And I'm looking at her body and, and seeing where there are some patterns sitting that she might not be comfortable with. Um, normally when I look at somebody, it's a mirror image. So if I'm looking and she's got something that's that looks to me to be on her left, I mean, on my left, then I would say that's her left as well, as opposed to a cross-body image that if I see it and say, oh, no, that's my left, it's her right. Mm-hmm. There's something sitting on your left hip. Justice, there's a pattern that's sitting on your left hip. Mm-hmm. Now, not all, I, I, sometimes I can tell what it is, sometimes I can't. If I'm looking, you know, from a, a medical standpoint, I can usually look and say, okay, your shoulder's off, your, you've got something over your liver, you've got whatever it is. That's not what this is. This is a place where you store patterns. Okay. <laughs> it's like storing them like a chipmunk. <laughs> you know, you store them for later. Mm-hmm. I'll deal with this later. I, I, I'm too busy now. I don't have time. I'm just going to let it sit. And so it appears to me that you've got a place like that on your left, just above, kind of above your left hip bone, not quite waist high. Mm-hmm. And that's where you let it sit until you're ready to deal with it. How it manifests sometimes is you'll feel a little arthritic mm. in that spot. You don't normally let it get that far. She's still uh, young yet. She's done a lot of energetic work, and so um, 
somebody else might let it sit there and then and get an arthritic hip or you know a, like a catch in their side when they when they do something or whatever um you guys are all really clear in in working with energies to that i mean you do it all the time mm-hmm. it's not it's not something that that you wait to work on until it hurts right and and Unfortunately, most people are so busy that that's what that's what they end up doing, or they're trying to clear patterns with reading a book or listening to music. Music is actually better than than words because it'll get in below the pattern of a word. But even sometimes it's lower than that, and it's it's just an energy that that wide open baby being sees and interprets and stores. Mm. So if they're looking at somebody that's not real clear, they're going to pick up a distorted pattern and mm-hmm. say, okay, that's how this works. Hmm. Okay, so For then sure. you're, you're working with just this pattern of, I don't know, putting things off or to sum it up? No, 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 no. I don't know. I can't tell exactly what this pattern is. It's not letting me know what the issue is. Uh-huh. I just know it's sitting there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at it it's it's light, and it looks like probably the if I were to draw it out, it would look like a scribble to most people. Mm-hmm. In magic, it's known as a sigil. It's it's just it's a pattern. So what I'm going to look at because it's sitting there and it looks like something that she deals with or has dealt with or is going to deal with. I'll look at that pattern. I'll take a piece out. I'll clean it up if it's got anything on it. All I, it, it the best way that I can describe it is I, I, it gets turned. It gets, it gets. <coughs> it gets mirrored. Yep. Okay, it gets turned and put back in that spot so that it's not the same pattern that goes <coughs> in. clear, different perspective of the pattern. Where are you just to, if, if somebody... Okay, we're used to things like infection spreading. Okay, Uh uh-oh, I gotta watch out for that thing that the infection doesn't spread. What we forget is that the same thing can happen the other way. We're just not used to that happening. Okay, so the good cells around whatever the infection is can move in and heal the infection as opposed to going the other way. Right. So that's what clearing the pattern does, is it goes in, and instead then of the, the, the misfiring pattern reinfecting the clean piece, it's the other way around. The clean piece goes in and straightens out the messed up piece. Now, these are big words that aren't really quite right, because it's not a messed up pattern. It's just one that's tweaked. Right. And it's been getting you the result that you want. It, it's not like, you know, you have this horrible, awful thing going on in your in your hip and your leg's going to fall off. <laughs> I have had that experience with it before. <laughs> your, leg, your leg fell off. <laughs> no, no it's, it's just a pattern that needs to be changed a little bit. And it actually has very little to do with your leg. It's, you know, it's something, <clears throat> that one isn't a physical pattern. That's something going on in your life that you're dealing with. Right. In a relationship, it looks like, that 
has little to do with physicality. Right. So then now do you send an energetic frequency to her water and then she... Yep. Uh, it's already done. Oh, uh, cool. And then she drinks the... Actually, it's pretty instantaneous. And so her water was charged before we even started so, talking uh -huh. about it. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So then if she drinks the water, it then it helps continue evolving that pattern. Exactly. Well, it creates a physical ritual with what you just did energetically. Uh, now, the other thing that I do as well is I'm not going to just leave her that, with that one little pattern. What I look at when I'm doing that is I look at the original pattern she came in with. Because we all, it's like a blueprint, for lack of a better term. You know, our intention when we incarnated and then in the process of being born and, you know, all this other stuff, it all gets impacted and changed and tweaked and <laughs> turned a little bit. So I look at her original pattern and, and I put that in the water as well. So whatever doesn't match her original intention falls away. Cool. Unless at the soul level she's changed that, and then that's part of the new pattern as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we you know it's free will. You can you can get here and go. Yeah, no, that was not right. Good. But what 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 I want to do is I want everybody to have the opportunity to live their lives the way that they intended when they got here. Yeah, that yeah. the the truth, the the real per the actual purpose before you incarnated, right? That's what we're here to remember. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Owen, can I give you a little feedback? Yeah. Oh, I'd love it. Okay. So, so that is the trouble spot in my body. That is the only spot in my body that ever gives me grief, consistently. Um, okay. And I I do things to to care for that area of the body and the and the pattern patterning that I tend to hold there. I've discovered that I uh, I tend to do a lot of collective work through my uterus, which I'm learning how not to do because uh, <laughs> I don't I don't need to hurt my body that way. It's just it's it's too it's rough. You don't need to resolve the rest of us. Yeah. No, you do your own fucking shit. <laughs> handle, your, handle your own lives, I'll handle mine. Um, but it was interesting to me, and I'll tell you, right before this election happened, um, I was working on clearing that pattern. I didn't know the way it was going to go. I just knew I knew where I wanted to be in myself, regardless of what happened. So I was working on clearing that pattern. And I got so, so clearly, you know, that there was this energy that needed to move out of there so that I could be there more fully. And, um, and I would... You know, I would call it, <laughs> I call it a Trumpism, which is sort of this, this immature kind of self-involved um, activity that we can all sort of get into, right? Yeah. And uh, so, so I've been paying attention to the precise area on my body that you're talking about. And when I, I just took a sip of my water, the essence that came out of there first was rose. The essence that came out of their second was lilac, like, um, and I could see, I could see this image of these bushes that my grandmother had outside of her house where I grew up as a child. And then the last essence that came out of there was like a cinnamon, like cardamom, like, like top spicy note. Wow. wow. That's a nice holiday blend. No kidding. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so did the water feel 
felt like it had a different consistency <clears throat> to you. It t- it had it felt more like rose water, you know that, oh. like that, um, just ever so slightly mm-hmm. aromatic, yep. kind of heavier yep. feel. A heavier feel, right? Yeah, that's that's kind of a consistent thing that happens. Is it just <clears throat> feels different? It feels like heavy water, or you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Hmm. Could you do a quick one for me? Of course. Hold on. Thank you. Okay. You carry stuff in your chest. <laughs> okay. Um, ow. Okay. Your energy is in, is in, in like the, not deep in your chest. Okay. There, it's in your breast. And just below is where you hold your patterns. They have to, yours, I can see, have to do with nurturing and being cared for and cared about. And there's a feeling that you care more about others than they care about you. And so when somebody cares about you, you're a little distrustful to start with. And they kind of have to prove that they mean it. But that's where you hold, that's where you hold those patterns. Um, it looks to me like when you get sad, your first instinct is to cross your arms over your chest to hold yourself. I do Reiki. <laughs> Reiki over my chest crossing. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. sure. Okay. So, there's something under that nurturing thing. Okay. There's like an abandonment pattern, it feels like, underneath that. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to charge your water with, change that. <clears throat> okay, your water's charged. Cool. So should I drink it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's like um, kind of like saline kind of texture. Or... It's weird, right? I know. <laughs> First time I did that, okay, what did I even do to this? I, it, it was, it, it's, it's weird. So yeah. that's why I warn people. It's weird. It's going to... And what comes to intuitively, I just hear silver, something about silver. I don't, the essence of silver. <laughs> no. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So, what I want you guys to do is, now that you've got the charged water, is is when it gets down low, just fill it up. You could even, I mean, one of the things that I suggest people do when they have an emergency trauma intervention tile is set a bottle of water on it and then put it in the refrigerator. And when you need something, get a glass of water, 
pour a teaspoon or so out of the bottle that's already in there, and then it instantly charges the glass that you've got. No, it's very nice because actually what the work you just did and with the water, um, it's really soothing any remnants of anxiety I was having earlier. Good. Because it was a weird, wonky day today for me, so... Well, and and that, and that's what you were. That's you hold that in your chest. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea because I don't want to develop breast cancer or, you know. Who yeah, knows it doesn't what. look like you, that you're not going or to. Or a heart attack or. No. <laughs> don't need it, any it, of that. it just it sits there. Yeah. Hmm. Um. And and here here's my observation of patterns when it comes to, to ill health, and I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on TV. <laughs> but what I what I notice is when people have those patterns, it's when they try to fix them physically, mm. it's when it, they get embedded. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you, and again, I, I'm not trying to tell people not to go to the doctor because that's not my business and that's not my intention. But a lot of times what I've noticed is if you can work with the energy and not solidify it, it moves on. Right. Okay. Quick story. I, I was in Toronto years ago, and, and I went to uh, one of the Matrix Energetic Seminars. And shortly after that, I slipped on some uh, icy pavement, and I broke my knee. Mm. And if you've ever broken a bone, yes. you know it's broken, and there's no... There's no question about it. So I broke my knee. No one on the street stopped. Oh. Which was, I was with my daughter, and she looked at me. All of a sudden, this woman came up behind me. It wasn't that cold, but she was, like, completely bundled up, so all I saw were her eyes. Then she stopped by me, and she said, and I was, like, pulling energy into my knee like crazy. And she said, do you want me to help you up? And I said, no, I think I'm just going to sit here for a second. She said, Good make sure it's not broken. And she walked away. And when I looked up to see where she'd gone, she disappeared. And she could not have gotten in a car. She couldn't, it was one of those where I would have seen her if she was still there. Uh-huh. Poofy pops. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I sat there playing with my knee. Finally, I got up. We hit, my daughter and I intended to go grocery shopping, so we did that, all that. Got home, and I had on, you know, trousers took my trousers off to get ready for bed and the kneecap was ripped up like skin but it didn't do anything to my pants hmm. so I thought okay well so I bandaged it up because I you know I didn't want anything to happen in the night and I kept working on it and and by the time I went to bed it wasn't my entire kneecap anymore it was probably the size of a half dollar and I went to bed, and I did this weird broken, not broken, broken, not broken, broken, not broken all night long. And I w- was working with a pattern, and I got up, and it was the size of a quarter. And we lived next door to a doctor, and my daughter had talked with her, and she said, would you look at my mom's knee just to make sure it's not broken? And by the time I got to her, there was nothing on my knee. Nice. Nice. And she said, well... I can't very well take you to the hospital and have them x-ray it because I will, they'll look at me like I'm crazy. So what I've noticed, though, is when I'm on purpose, I don't have a scar. Mm. 
one, I'm not a whack. I have a scar on my knee. Interesting. But had somebody stopped, there were there were all these different areas where it would have been solidified as broken. If someone else had stopped, how are you? Oh, I think I broke my knee. Mm-hmm. If they called an ambulance, that solidifies it again. Right. If I'd gone to the hospital and they take an x-ray, that would have solidified it even further. So all those different steps would have solidified that I had a broken knee. None of those happened. Well, now, I know I had a broken knee. <laughs> And that's such a great reminder at how fluid our energy and reality can be. Just yeah. by what we obs- yeah. how we observe it, how we program it. Yep. Yeah, and you know, and sometimes a broken knee is a is a useful thing. Just like sometimes uh, an anxiety pattern is a useful thing. It, it's a whole lot easier to say no. I don't want to go do that because I don't feel well. Mm-hmm. Right. Than just say no. I don't want to go do that. Mm-hmm. Or, no, I don't want to go do that because I can't afford it. Oh, I'd love to. I just don't have the money to do that. Well, if you had the money to do that, well, no, I don't want to go do that with you, Justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? no, no, thanks, Jen. I, I really don't want to spend the afternoon with you. So, oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, yeah, just being transparent and, and honest with yourself uh, it seems like the easiest thing to do to avoid other patterns that could come up that would cause you to have anxiety or, or broken knees so then you can get out of these things that you're too exactly. afraid, too afraid exactly. to say no to right and sometimes they're fun to play with i mean if you know that if you know that it's a, that the pattern is fluid like justice just mentioned you can play with whether you want to participate with it or not mm-hmm. and to what degree you want to participate yeah absolutely yeah, exactly exactly and so you know, doing the energetic homeopathy tiles and stuff like that, there are some that are similar to others. There's just a tiny little bit of a difference. There's some that are massively different. Like I said, there are some that appear to be negatively focused because that's the particular pattern that, I, that, that we want to change. I'm not going to give you a tile for anxiety that says joy to the world because you're not feeling that. Mm-hmm. You're anxious. And we want to change the pattern for anxiety. And but the benefit. Uh, that's very clear. Is you, you have to address with where you're actually at, at before you can move exactly. ahead. Exactly. And so if I'm going to do an anxiety trial, what I look at, Jen, is your interaction with anxiety. And the pattern comes out a little bit different than if I did one for justice mm-hmm. or if I did one for Kent. Or if I did one for my daughter or for my son, it mm-hmm. would look slightly different. Sure. Because it's your interaction with anxiety, not mine. Right. Well, very, very uh, fascinating work that you're doing there, Linda. And um, hey. yeah, and thank you so much for the the sample work that you did for each of us. That was very uh, you're very welcome. Impactful. Yeah, really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, very welcome. So folks can, and you obviously work remotely, so it doesn't matter where people live in the in the world here. They can access your yeah. services and absolutely. And and like I said, the, I do the tiles all individually, so they're hand done. I'll I'll send them anywhere. I mean, I've got a couple clients in in the UK. I've got some uh, in France. I've got a couple others. Um, 
you know, they're kind of an Australian, that kind of stuff. So, that, you know, I'll, I'll send them anywhere. Cool. And you can find these incredible services and more about Linda at energetichomeopathy.com. Absolutely. And my phone number, weirdly enough, is on the website so if people have questions. Because I have somebody said, I can't find exactly what I want. Well, what is it that you want? So I can say, you should get this, you should get that, whatever it is. And I've created ones for people out of, you know, issues that I hadn't thought of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what makes the work so fun. Absolutely. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up here. And thank you very much, Linda, for being on our show with us tonight and sharing with us and the listeners your fine work. Yeah, I appreciate your wisdom and humor and, uh, and these great skills and tools you're offering the world. And uh, I see Christmas gifts there on that <laughs> in the future. <laughs> So, um, and thank you, Doubly Divine Radio listeners. We'll be back with you on December 20th for our final show of this season and the year. And um, we'll we'll talk Christmas with you. We'll see what jo- joy and jolliness <laughs> we uh, come up with for that one. But in the meantime, find justice at playfullyconscious.com and myself at integratehealing.com and man can't use through serene sound studios to help you out with your needs in the studio studio needs studio <laughs> needs all right everyone peace peace